how's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the CFC Talk podcast. And let me say, it it just felt amazing pressing this record button today. Um, I'll give you a backstory of what happened, um, as well as us discussing the Chelsea Newcastle game and the and the next Chelsea fixture. At this point, we've had we've we've tried recording this episode four or five times. I've kind of just forgotten what which are what our next fixture is. Um, but I'm, I think it's against Southampton, and as always, we're joined by the usual hosts, Alex and Amart. Um, glad to have you on. Glad to have Zencaster working, guys. Alex and Amart. <laughs> glad to be back again. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, we literally, we tried to record yesterday, and spent, and we tried about a billion times today too, but Zencaster, they added up the website update and... Yeah, it didn't work out, but thankfully for Google invented the incognito tab, and here we are. So let's let's get into this game that we probably will have forgotten a bit about now because of our struggles <laughs> of the past day. But we'll do our best to go for and look forward to the Southampton game too, which is pretty big considering the results of everyone around us. Yeah, um, yeah. As Alex mentioned, what the last few days it's just been. Um, all over the place we've had we've tested out three or four different websites Zencaster thank you for fixing it up Alex is more bothered about the Tringham I think he's having right now um <laughs> the what <laughs> what are you what are you eating right now sorry I was having a raisin I'm sorry but uh, that was so bad <laughs> nice <laughs> please edit that out <laughs> One way or another, ruining. <laughs> one way or another, ruining my host. <laughs> Ruined. Uh, uh, it's all good. Um, Amar, welcome back. How are you doing? Uh, how's how's your la- last few days been? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was almost giving up on the podcast. I wanted you guys to continue because the internet issues were just too much. <laughs> but but finally, we'll be able to solve everything, and we are back. Yeah. Back again. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nah. Yeah, it's it's good to be back. Uh, it's good to be able to have a chat with clear voices and no issues. Hopefully it stays the way. Uh, hopefully it stays like this the whole way through. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. Chelsea, Newcastle. I'll say it right now. I didn't get a, get, a, get the chance to watch the match. I just watched the highlights a few times. Um, but Chelsea did look good throughout the performance from what I saw from the comments on, on social media. Um, Alex, your quick thoughts on the game? I mean... If you even remember them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do remember bits of it. I remember, I mean, it, it was, I think, the main pleasure was of uh, Timo finally getting his goal after so many, uh, forever and ever. But he was, he's been playing extremely well recent weeks and the goal was extremely deserved, even though it's... It was a little lucky. I thought like it, Rudiger could have been judged offside, but he did kind of got out of the way in time. Giroud almost handballed it when the corner came in. So it was a bit lucky, but and it also rebounded off. I think Giroud missed it and then it rebounded off a Newcastle player and then Rudiger got out of the way. But it, So it was quite a lucky goal, but he needed a lucky goal because he's, he's been so unlucky recently. And yeah, great goal. And... The only other major talking main taking was Kovacic playing extremely well, like probably one of his best performances in the Chelsea shirt. He was just he completely ran the show. He was so like direct and dribbled really, really well today. And yeah, was really crucial to getting the win. But 
I think the win was needed more than result just to continue getting those wins and we're slowly but surely climbing up the table. So who knows where what's going to happen next, especially with other teams around us dropping points. No, it seems like I've forgotten how to record a podcast already. I was on mute. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, I think I think it's a great time for Chelsea to, firstly, because of the form that we're in right now, um, and secondly, because of how the teams have been playing. Um, Liverpool, Man City seem to be drawing against Everton at the moment as we record the episode. So only 12 points off top of the top of the um, table, 12 points away from Premier League, uh, winning the Premier League. Uh, uh, Amart, your thoughts on the game and, and can we can we become champions this season? <laughs> <laughs> He's still holding on to him. I, I think if, if we become champions, every Chelsea fan will be happy, no matter what. Um, but it just looks like a distant dream that is becoming, is becoming clearer and clearer as we go on. But it's still distant. But, but with the game, I mean, like, we we started well. We started very, very well. I, I think Callum was very, very sharp in the beginning. And um, I think Alonso also had a shot at goal in the beginning um, that drew a save from the Newcastle goalkeeper. It was unfortunate also to see Tami go off um, with an injury, but Giroud came in and did the business for us in the first half. And then Timo, yes, finally Timo had, had scored a goal, I think. In that game, if he hadn't scored, I think it would have been... No, I think before the game started, it was 14 games in the EPL without a goal, 100 days in the EPL without a goal, and then I think almost 1,000 minutes without a goal. So I think he knew that and that was behind us, at the back of his head, and he, he was very, very determined to score. And I mean, that smile on his face when the... The VAL finally gave him like gave him the goal, and he was just happy and smiling, and, <laughs> and it was beautiful. I think we 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 we. I was just praying that they give it to him because it looked like it was handball, like it looked like um, Giroud handled the ball, but it, he just pulled his hand away in the last minute, and yeah, he deserved the goal. He deserved what he got, and the second half was a bit quiet. I think the the first half was a Timo show, and that's the second half was a. Um, Kovacic show, so we're able to dominate the game not as well. Probably we dominated the first half more, but we still we still granted out the results and got the three points. So very happy. Yep. Um, one key aspect: Kepa the Villegas. Let's just I give him stick for being at the club. He earned his place. Um, and he, and he started ahead of Mendy in a Premier League game. I think is it his first game? This no, it's his first game in. First Premier League game in. Well, I think the last one was yeah. uh, the th- the three three against Southampton. That Southampton, was his last one. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. Th- this is this is just made me think of a conspiracy. What if Mohammed's been purposefully sabotaging our podcast that ju- today and yesterday <laughs> just so that he could review, <laughs> with, just so that he could review when his favorite player came up, uh, got a clean sheet. So, <laughs> just. Because he was, for those who know, Mohammed wasn't. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be recording with us yesterday, but now we know why. Now we know. That. I was just preparing. <laughs> I think he, he works. He, he works. He works with the Zencaster executives. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Zencaster executives work for him. Work for him. Yeah, clean sheet for Ke- Kepa redemption season is in full flow, and. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he does look much, a, a bit more confident. There was that one 
um, the chance where John Joe Shelby tried to shoot from the halfway line. He did uh, the meme of it's Kepper. Uh, <laughs> let's just shoot. It's, it's, oh, if you haven't seen it, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, he tried it and he just chested it with his... Um, yeah, he just chested it with his. He chested it with his, um... <laughs> it with his chest, with his chest. <laughs> yeah, and um, really confident. Well, it looked quite confident, and yeah, but, I mean, there were still some things that 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 we used to see with Kepa, like him not really controlling his box. He would, he still, he still kept punching the ball out instead of catching. So, and Tuchel even said after the game that Mendy is still his number one. So I don't think we have anything to be worried about, but. But yeah, at least it was a good show from him, I thought. I think Chelsea fans are so used to just hating on him and, and just seeing him make bad performance after bad performance that even if he does the simplest of things in a game, it's almost like he deserves the man of the match. Um, but I give him a lot of stick, so I'll give him credit where it's due. I think he played really well. Um, clean sheet is still a big thing for Kepa. Um, and yes, I know, I, I think... I found Tuchel's comment a little bit immature. I don't know if you guys thought of it or not, but publicly saying that you won't pick Kepa now, I, I think that that just, like, he's already lacking confidence, and for the manager to just go, oh, Mendy is still number one, it just kind of maybe puts him off even more, maybe um, just kind of hints that, oh, he's, he's going to have to leave this summer if he wants to play or I'll sit on the bench or, and participate with the FA Cup and the Carabao yeah. Cup games. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think of that? I think it was a weird one. When I heard him say it, I was I was shocked about it. But I think it's because of the question that he was asked. But still, he could have um, found a way to answer that question without um, raising any form of controversies or something like that. Because he he, he said that he he played Kepa just to give him minutes, but Mendy will still be his number one. I know. I know. I. I me, I, I usually get worried when um, managers like start openly um, criticize. I don't, I don't think he criticize him, but in a way, he kind of like shot his confidence a bit because undermining. Yeah, he's kind of like undermining him. I don't think it's something that he could have, he should have said in public. It's something that he should have kept to himself. He could have just told the, the reporter that he, he's he 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 wanted to rest Mendy, or he he'll be rotating them in the in the season or something like that to let them know that both of them are like are, are appreciated and they are needed in the club but I don't know Some, it's, I sometimes wonder if like Kepa um, is in goal throughout the FA Cup and then probably get to the final is it going to be a situation whereby we bring Mendy into the final after Kepa has been through the FA Cup I don't think that would be fair so it, it, it still seems like He's still getting the. He even though he played, it still seems like he's still um, um, out of contention for the first place as a as a goalkeeper. And I don't think he should have said it publicly um, because he did well. Like you could see in the game that his confidence was back. He was screaming at players. He was shouting at there was this. Um, cha- uh, um, um, I think there was this pass that he gave out or something. He was shouting at Timo, screaming at Timo, screaming at Tony when there was a corner and stuff like that. Like he was, he was very, very vocal in the game and he did very well. I remember the, the chest that he did, the, the way he chested the ball down. Like yeah, like as if he's saying that I've arrived. This is me. You can't beat me. Something like that. But he, he, he did well. He did well in the game and I think um, many, many didn't do well. 
I'm, I'm sorry, Tuchel didn't do well in seeing what he said after the game. Yeah, I think I think so far Tuchel's probably been one of the managers that's been praised a lot with how he speaks in press conferences and how he he's so professional with it. But I think this is probably one way one place where he kind of got it wrong. Um, and as far as you know, as far as the press conference goes, he could have just dodged the question by saying whoever performs better in training, yeah. better in matches, and yes, Kepa played well against Barnsley. Um, and and I think was it yeah Barnsley and then Newcastle. And for for someone for a manager to just come on publicly and say, oh, you've got two clean sheets in a row, but I'm still not going to play you because Mendy's number one. Okay, yes, we all know Mendy's number one, but you don't don't state that publicly. Yeah. You still make sure your second choice has and, a chance. And, and, uh, and it's the way, yeah. sorry, and it's the way he said it. He said he's giving Kepa minutes. It's like it's like he's treating Kepa like uh, uh, like Andrewing or something like like an academy player who is giving minutes to. So uh, it was a bit weird to hear him say that. Yeah, I think yeah, I think let's leave that topic on its own. I think the more we talk about it, the more controversy that's going to be created on that one. Um, in all fairness, just before we get uh, Kepo on, uh, I shows you a bit about stats, but Kepo was uh, second highest rating of any of Chelsea play- Chelsea's players on uh, who scored a seven point seven. Oh, oh. <laughs> the only person higher was, and I think first was Kovacic. Yeah, first one was Kovacic on eight point seven, but then the second highest was Kepa on seven point seven. Yeah, because in the second half he was he was he was he was troubled a lot, and he he did very well in the second half, in my opinion. The first half, the first half for me he was on vacation. In the first half, in the second half he came back from vacation and he was doing very well in the, in the second half. So I, I think he deserves it. He deserves that. Yep. Um, another one to talk about Tammy Abraham, who I think he got t- um, taken off. At, um, can't exactly remember the time, but is it was it the twenty second minute where he got taken off um, due to an injury? Apparently he was pretty good at the start of the start of the game. I didn't see much of him. If I'm honest, I missed the first couple of minutes. But then I saw the um, I saw a challenge, and it was yeah, it was a pretty bad tackle. But but yeah, Drew came on and did the did an all right job. I thought get, getting the clutch goal, getting the goal when we. I mean, he just has that talent of always getting a goal when we really really need it. And yeah, he kind of just put the pressure off the whole team really because Newcastle. Until the second half, didn't really do anything or threaten at all. Yeah, I think I wanted, and Tommy, Tommy was very good in the first half. He, he, like he was performing like how he was, he was in the Barnsley game, very, very energetic, trying, like trying to win possession, trying to create chances for himself. But even with the penalty, that like, sorry, the pen, the injury, the way he took the ball down was very, very good. I, I was very, I was very surprised the way he took that pass down, but. I think he took too long on in taking the shot, and when he saw the tackle coming in, he wanted to draw a penalty, so he stuck his leg in there, and it, it didn't work. Out. It didn't work out. It, it, he he got stuck underneath the tackle, and it, I think twisted his ankle or something like that. And he came on like after the treatment, he came on and wanted to do it. But I, I still I was looking at him. I saw him limping, and so when he when he when he was eventually changed, I wasn't surprised. But like Alex said, Timo came. Um, um, Drew came in and did the work for us after a brilliant um, um, after some brilliant work from uh, Timo on the left hand side. It was it, it was good. It was good and like like again like Alex said, Tim, uh, Drew has a way of finding this kind of clutch goals, and he was in the right place at the right time when the cross came in. It's as if he anticipated that the 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 um, ball will come will fall loose and come back into the penalty box because it was crossed 
it was crossed right across school and the keeper made a save which point he like he pointed into the part of Jeru. Jeru usually Jeru will be the one near the keeper trying to trying to um score the goal but he was further out and he got the shot in and was at the right place at the right time. He did very, very well. Yeah, it was a really great it was a nice move from Timo. He really made that goal putting the first goal, like really good uh ball into the box, took on some players before that. And yeah, just Jeru being in the right place. So yeah, uh, I think Timo's been is that I think that's back to back man of the matches for in the Premier League for for Werner. I think now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're all a bit drained. It's just, I mean, it's a weird time. Like to be fair, we've all we've been messed around by the recording stuff, and but still, it was in the second half. Yeah. There wasn't just really that much. I mean, Kovacic, he was playing well. He was taking on lots of players. I think Chelsea made nine dribbles in the match, and eight of them were but done by Kovacic, and. Yeah, he was just brilliant, really. Amazing. And then there was also second half, Cho, Cho came, no, Cho started, but James came on. And the, between the pair of them, they were getting quite a few chances on the right side, but they weren't really, they were being a bit selfish. Sorry, they weren't being selfish enough and just kept passing it, uh, trying to get a cross in instead of shooting. And James did one time get tried to shoot at the near post and it deflected off their left back and the keeper made a good save out of it. But yeah, it was Newcastle kind of came into the game a bit more in the second half. There was the Willock um, had a header that Kepa, I think, yeah, Kepa, it, it wasn't very, it wasn't coming in very fast, but Kepa managed to get to it at least. It was going right into the corner. So well done to him to get into that. But yeah, second half was a bit dead. Just not much happening for us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I'm, I'm, I, th- I think it has been like this um, in the Tuchel era. I think right now it's, he's more focused on winning games than kind of like dominating the games or playing uh, nice football or anything. He just wants to play and win the game. So when we are leading by two, we're leading by one, and it feels like we can lock the, we can lock it down. And uh, we do that. And I think in the, in the second half, we were more defensive than anything else. We didn't really create chances in the second half like we did in the first half. And it has been like that throughout um, the, the, his time that he came. Yeah, he has been at Chelsea. So. And it's been, it's been working for us so far. So I don't see anything, any need to change. But to be nice to dominate um, games that we should be dominating, like, throughout the full 90 minutes because it looks like we'll be dominating one half and the second half will be on the back foot because this game at some point it's it looked like it was it was it was almost mirroring the Barnsley game because it, it was kind of similar with the way they were pressing us in the second half and 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 pressuring us and pressuring us but we still got the win and I think that's how it will be for some time until probably his he we've Finished that season and he has he has got a full like he's got full time to work with the team properly and I think that time he can start implementing his his um, uh, um, tactics or probably he can start playing what the beautiful football that probably a lot of Chelsea fans want to see but now it's just about winning the game and locking that defense. Yeah, I think you're talking about Timo Werner. He's almost had I think. Was it um, 16 contributions in 25 games? I think 25 starts, um, I think. And yeah, yeah, 25 starts. So yeah, 25 starts and 
got to do some maths here. So he's got 18 contributions and almost 25 starts, which is which is not bad for someone who's just been signed um, into one of the best teams in in England. Yeah, it's not bad, and it's his first season, especially. And and I'm guessing these would not have. So the ones that I'm the ones that I've counted, these do not have penalties yeah. included in that. So I'm and I'm, and I think we discussed this last time. It was five penalties that he's um, won this season. So that's almost five. So he's almost, he's almost contributing a goal or um, every game or so. And not a lot of people, not a lot of people realize this because of the fact that he's not directly scoring goals. You know, he's been a key player in, in creating goals for us in Chelsea and, and, you know, sometimes even scoring it. And now that he's hopefully scored this one, he can go on to score a few more. Um, a bit of a debate that was going on Twitter. I didn't. I don't know if you guys caught on to this a lot or not, but um, there were talks where people were saying if Thiago Silva and Mount are the two best players at Chelsea right now, at number three they'd put up um, Timo Werner. Would you guys? Would you agree to that? Um, depends. Um, right now, no, but I think by the end of the season, probably yes, because I don't. Th- I think Timo is just going to get better and better and. Once because he, he's doing everything right, even when he's not scoring at the moment. So now that he's got a goal, I expect him to continue. That or hope I hope he can kind of kickstart or get more goals in the Premier League. At least it's, I think he's got five goals, five assists in the Premier League, excluding pens. So yeah, really want to see him get more. And I do think once he does, he's he's going to be definitely he'll be in the running for player of the year. I do think that. And yeah, by the end of the season, once hopefully he's bagged a load, then yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the running for it. But right now, for me, it's probably um, Mendy, I think, for third, for third for player of the year, if I'm honest. Not necessarily because he's been a mate, it's just the effect that he's had on the team, the confidence. But then again, you could say that it's like because he was so much better than Kepa. We may overrate him a bit, but the way I see it, his effect has still been huge on the team. He's still such a calming influence. So for me, he's third player of the year so far. But I think Timo will probably take that by the end of the season. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential and um, I'm sure we're going to be able to do that. But another debate that was happening is top four now that we've actually spent a game day in the top four of the table um, when and Leicester only four points ahead of us um, and so are Man United with the same amount of games um, Man City are winning their game now as of as of right now against Everton so they're quite a mile away but can we secure top four this season now Omar, with the form that we're in and, and with the tough games that are going to be coming up ahead towards the, the next uh, from next week on? Yeah I don't want to sound like a broken record but like we should, we should just keep winning. We just have to keep winning. That's it, um, because the the see the the season is so unpredictable. I think right now the only um, thing that we can all predict and probably will get right is City winning the league because they are they've been very very good and today they are even winning and I don't see anybody stopping them. They they could have some draws the some draws here and there, but I don't see anybody kind of like beating them. And they don't even have Aguero, they don't have um, Kevin De Bruyne, and they are still doing this good. So for them, we know they are a given. Um, you can place your bets on them and you might probably win. 
But with the three teams, we need them. That is where the issue comes because there have been some inconsistencies in all those teams like Man United, Leicester. Not so much as um, since Tuchel came, we've been pretty consistent. So if we can continue doing that, a couple draws, a couple wins, we can still maintain top four. Because we, we even had um, um, fears that Everton might um, creep into top four because they had games in hand, but they are, they are losing today. They have one more in hand, but even if they win that one, they are still behind us. So I think for now it's it's secured and I, I can see us getting it. It's just a matter of like winning and making sure that what whatever points that are lost around us, we be able to grab it and take um, um, full advantage of it. And I think we'll be okay. Alex, I know you love being put on the spot. <laughs> so um, <laughs> after Southampton, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but in the Premier League, we've got Man United, Everton, Leeds, um, and then Sheffield United. And then... Actually, where is it? Not until later, I don't think. I think we play United and City before, we play, and then Liverpool is quite late in the season. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's the last but one game or last but two games before we end the season. No, guys, I think it was it was after it was. Okay, this is this is confusing because I'm not. It's not. Are you guys on Google? Because I'm I'm using the Google fixtures, and it's, I've just seen that fixture is just wiped off. It usually came out. I think it's because it's been uh, assigned or something. Because yeah, it's not on the BB. It's not on the FA BBC Cup. Sport either. It's not on BBC Sport app either. Yeah. So it's. Yes, um, I'm, check- I'm checking. I'm, so I'm checking the um, the sofa score up. I think they, they yeah. say it's cancelled. They it's, put cancelled next to it. Yeah, it's not been. So I'm guessing that's because that's because of the yeah. FA Cup that we've yeah. got against Sheffield yeah. United. Yeah. So that will be shifted forward or something. Yeah. And with it cancelled, it might be it might even be our last game or last but one. Um, but Alex, yeah, again, uh, Man United, Everton, both teams in good form, at least were in good form. Man United above us. If if we keep winning our next, if we win our next game and they win their next game, um, it's basically a fight against who can come out on top. Do you see us grabbing? So we've got a potential of nine points before we meet. Um, Atletico again in, in the second leg. How many points are you looking from? for, uh, for So from we that? play before the second leg. Atletico. We play Southampton. So between the two, between the two Atletico games, we play three Premier League fixtures: Man United, Everton. Okay. Leeds. Um, I think six. I don't. I, I'd be really surprised if we beat all of them, especially Everton. Everton aren't aren't an easy team to beat at the moment. But there is, but it is at home though, and Everton aren't very good at Stamford Bridge normally. So yeah, I'd be happy with a win at either Man United or Everton. But I don't want us to lose to Man United. A draw is a, is not the worst. But <laughs> yeah, beat Leeds and beat one of Man United or Everton, and it's it should be all right, I think. But we, but I I, I wouldn't write off us winning all three because we're we're just in we're in great That's form awesome at the moment. So, yeah. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I think if we beat Atletico, I, th- I see us winning all well, three games. It's not like that, you know. Sometimes, I mean, just because we could beat them, doesn't mean <laughs> we could beat the other three. The guys will be tired. We play Saturday, <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, yeah, we play lots of games in close, like a close time period. So there'll be lots of chances for like the guys, like ha- hopefully Havertz will be back. Hopefully Ziek will be 
be on better form by the time that Atletico comes around. And yeah, because not necessarily because we'd start Ziyech, but we'll need Habits and Ziyech by the time the games come, like the really tricky games are coming every couple of days. We'll need these guys to be fit and ready. Yeah, 100%. I think we, we need our full squad for this. And, and a team like us, we should be able to get as many points as from this. And Atletico Madrid is the, is the real real challenge that this, that Tuchel's going to face before he even faces any of Man United, Everton or Leeds before facing Atletico again. And let's not get ahead of our two, uh, ourselves a lot here. Um, so according to all three of us, top four races on, great game against Newcastle. Um, not the best of performances, but we'll take a win there. And moving on, we've got Southampton coming up on Saturday um, afternoon. It's just finally an mm. early kickoff. I don't have to stay up till 2 a.m. watching. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm not watching. Um, in some... No, I, I, that's um, savage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, okay. So I'll, I'll tell no, you what I, happened. No. Okay. I take that I'll, back I'll completely. <laughs> I, I know that if, go on you can say but I, I know that you've been it's been tough I was just gonna say okay so I had two tests and three assignments due the next day and the game starts my time at 12 o'clock so I and I had classes in the morning so it was like almost like a dead end like I couldn't even watch the game and be like I'll, I'll just sleep for two hours or three hours it was just like I need to work or else I'm <laughs> that's it done <laughs> So, oh, I'll be sure to watch the Saturday's game then. Yeah, if, if I might be sure I can even watch Saturday's game because I have a program to attend. But I'll try and take. I'll I'll try and find a, a place very very quiet in the in the so I can watch it on my phone. Whilst everybody's paying attention, I can watch it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Risking it for the podcast. <laughs> no. Um... No, I think that's 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 one of the advantages you have of having like three hosts at a time. Because if you if it's if if even one of us doesn't end up watching the game, you still have those two people, two hosts, still go on and have a discussion, and and you know it still works out fine. Um, and that's the advantage that we've got, and and the chemistry that we've got. We kind of just understand each other, and we know oh, this is where someone's lacking. Might as well just jump in. In Alex's case, jump into my hosting. Um, uh, <laughs> no. the, the battle of the host. He's just taking I suggest revenge. we do a CFC talk rap battle to decide who gets, um, yeah, who gets to be the host. No. Um, or we play a virtual rock, paper, scissors before the start of every single podcast. <laughs> and to keep it random so we don't actually know who either is gonna be no <laughs> both of us come to the podcast unprepared yeah 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 <laughs> no we don't both come prepared we both become uh, we both go unprepared <laughs> yeah that's what i said both of us yeah, come yeah, unprepared that's, that's what i meant that's why i'm like it's uh <laughs> that would be so wrong. okay um yeah. new southampton <laughs> well Okay, Southampton are in awful form. They've won, they've lost the past six games in the Premier League, but Anthony Taylor is the referee, so we're probably going to lose. That's how, that's <laughs> <No>. <laughs> summed up a review in ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. My prediction for tonight: two 0 start. No, um, but they, yeah, Southampton. What? It's quite funny because they twice now in re- recent weeks they've 
played the same opposition in the FA Cup and then in the league, like right after. And they've beat both times. They So they played Arsenal in the Cup and then lost to them 3-1 in the league. And then they played Wolves in the Cup and then right after they lost to Wolves in the league. So they just can't beat anyone in the league right now. They Yeah, they've lost for 9-0 to Man United was only recent. Lost to Wolves recently, Newcastle recently, Villa, Arsenal, Leicester. Like their, their most recent win was against Liverpool on the 4th of January in the league. So a month and a half ago. So Charity yeah. FC or Chelsea FC? Let's yeah, see Charity. Let's hope not. Let's hope it's not Charity FC. But what it was three three earlier in the league, other in the in the season. So who knows what can happen? But I'm confident. On form wise, we should be confident. But yeah, Team Timo played really well against Southampton in the foot in in the game earlier in the season. So should be able to get a couple more. Hopefully, yep. Um, Amart, your thoughts on the on the game and yeah, it's I don't know. Southampton sometimes they are very very unpredictable. They are very very unpredictable. Like you don't know what you're going to get when you're going to play them. Sometimes they can turn up. Sometimes they can't. Sometimes they won't. Like Alex said, they've been doing well in the cup games, but the Premier League they've not been doing well. So I don't know what to really expect. But I'm just hoping that I don't know whether Havertz and Zia should be ready. But I'll I'll be hoping to see one of them in the game against Southampton, at least before we face Atletico Madrid. And yeah, I'm hoping too that um, Timo Werner um, scores a goal. He doesn't go on another drought. He he, he continues his um, uh, his good run under Tuko. And yeah, we just have to go there and, 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 and win. We have to win this game. It's, it's, it's going to be difficult because they also have a lot to, a lot to prove because they've, they've lost... I think their last three games in the Premier League, they they want to also prove something, and they are 13th on the table. They they keep dropping every time, so they also want to come in and and get three points or get a draw or something. So it won't be easy, but I'm very confident. I think we can go there and win. Yeah, hundred percent. We should get the three points that we need. Um, let's head into the thirteen predictions, guys. Right. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Mendy. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, yeah, I think yeah. yeah. I'd be really surprised if if Gepa does start, but I mean, I wouldn't be angry at it. Despite some, yeah, some just lots of people just seem to cry when it, wherever he's gets a chance. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind Kepa getting a chance. But Mendy deserves it as well. So yeah, Mendy and goal. Yeah, I think Mendy and goal for me as well. Amar. I think with the with the keeper and then the three defenders. We don't, we, I don't think we'll, we'll see any kind of changes with them for a while. So I'm going to go with Mendy also in goal. Yeah, Mendy in goal. And then we're going to have the back three. Um, I'll go first this time with Aspi, Rudiger and Kruish. Uh, Silva, is Silva fit? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's fit yet. We won't find out until mm. the press conference probably, but I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, so, okay. Um, yeah, but I don't, I, I don't think not... I don't think he'll be rushed. I mean, if he's if he's sorry, if he's fit, I don't even think he'll be rushed into the Southampton game. No, I'm just saying because he's he's coming off an injury, so he, I don't think he want he would want to put him in such an intense match. Maybe give him a few minutes, even if it's at the end. Um, you know, just twenty thirty minutes just to kind of warm him up for the Atletico game. And I know, yeah, I agree. I think I think your point of, of his age, I agree. I mean, it's it, the difference between. Southampton and Atletico is is only about seventy two hours, and then we've got to travel as well. So, 
I, I get where you're coming from. But yeah, if he doesn't, if he if he doesn't start, then it's Christensen, Rudiger, and um, Christensen, Rudiger, and maybe Zuma. Maybe give Aspi a bit of a rest. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it, but uh, I want to see Zuma start and play some more games. But I guess, yeah, I'd rather rest Aspi for this one and then play him against Atletico. So yeah, I would, I would, but yeah, I would go Zuma, um, Christensen. Rudiger. Yeah. I hear you guys. Um, sorry, Amar, you're... Amar, what's your <laughs> line? What's your back three? Uh, I think I said it to, it to stay the same oh, yeah. for some time. So I'm, I'm going to go with... Uh, I don't know why Zuma... Uh, Tuko isn't using Zuma often, but I don't know. And I think since he since he's been out of the team, we've not, we've not scored or even threatened from... threatened properly from a corner. So it's it's it's... It's weird, but I don't know. He, he he's found a team. He's found a system that works, and he wants to stick with it. So I'll I'll still go with the the team that he, the 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 defensive line that he has been picking, which is Aspi, Rudy, and Christensen. Um, wing backs. I'm gonna go with Alonso. That's the thing. I might want to save Alonso for Atletico. So I'm gonna say Emerson and uh, no, actually Chilwell and no. What what am I saying? The wing backs. The That's wing backs. Got so many options on the right. Yeah, Chilwell has to start for me. I think give him some game time. Maybe start Aspi on the right wing back and rest James. Maybe start with James. I think Aspi's yeah, days at right wing back are, are done. I think it's it's between J- right wing back is like the position of James and Cho now. I don't think Aspi is ever going to be played there under Tuchel unless we're like parking the bus fully. I'd I'd go. Um, s- I would rest Cho, get a, uh, and with a view to starting him against Atletico, and I would go um, James, Jorginho, Kovacic, and um, yeah, has to be Alonso, I guess. I think I'll go with um, Alonso. I, I want to see Chihuahua play against Atletico Madrid. I don't know. I I I, didn't, I just feel like he might be better suited for that game than Alonso, but. I don't think Tuko will use Chua. I think he used Alonso. But uh, for for this game, I'll pick Chua. I'll pick Chua and, and on the left, and then um, Reese on the right, and in the middle, I'll go with the Kovacic and Kanti um, uh, combination in the middle. I don't think I don't. I know a lot of people will give me stick or think I'm hating on the guy, but I don't think he did. Jorginho did very well against um, Newcastle. In the second half, he was he was um, beaten a lot. I think he was he was losing chances and um, and losing like fifty fifty um, chances with Newcastle players. And I don't know, <laughs> like like I've said previously, when we are in full control of the game, Jorginho is excellent, fantastic. But anytime we 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 start we start getting pressured and and, and stuff, I don't know. I don't see him being the best in the middle. So probably playing in this game and then dropping for a let's go game or play Kante in this game and, and Kante in the let's go game. So but I'll prefer seeing Kante and Kovacic than Jorginho and Kovacic. I think for me, I'm going to have to say a Kante has to start for me. Um, maybe give Jorginho or Kovacic a bit of a rest. Um, but I might as well give, give Gilmore a shout as well, even though it's a bit of a risky one. But I might give Gilmore and Kante a bit of a shout there. I'm worried about picking Alonso against Atletico because we all know how slow he is and Atletico is so good on the counter. 
But I guess at left wing back, that's not so important because it's the left centre back to cover for him. But yeah, it's. I would start him now, but then I don't know who. Honestly, I I I would I wouldn't be. When we come to do our Atletico preview, I I I have no idea. I really don't know who to pick at left wing back because. But yeah, for the middle, I mean that's why I think I do think it'll be Jorginho Kovacic. Whenever Kante has come on, it's never been one of Jorginho or Kovacic to come off. It's always been Mount or one of the other attackers to put like a 3-5-2 essentially. So I would be really surprised if um, Kante comes in to replace one of them. But yeah, I would rather go Jorginho in this one and then play Kante instead of Jorginho against Atletico. But I really don't know. It's um, I'm really looking forward to see the lineup against Atletico because it'll be. No, I was just I was just saying it's going to be interesting because because you could say oh we play the same team get keep the momentum going, but then at the same time you could kind of say oh maybe rest the players and get them to 100 percent fitness for the Atletico game. As as uh, in my opinion, I think both games are important. But if I wanted to pick a better team I would say we need a stronger team against Atletico than Southampton even though I'm not saying Southampton can't punish us when they're playing like prime Barcelona um, but I just think yeah you're not wrong but I feel like we could experiment a little bit with Gilmore but again um, this is way before his press conference so we'll probably get a better idea on, on Friday when he does his press conference yeah. Just think we we gotta be realistic with Gilmore. I just don't think I don't see him getting in many chances under Tuchel, especially yeah in the Premier League or Champions League. I see him playing a lot in the FA Cup, but like I mean, what don't change what's not broken. And right now, yes, I mean Jorginho and Kovacic together, the Kovacic more so, but as a unit, it's working. And until it's proven to be not working, or they make mistake, they make serious mistakes. And I don't see him changing it. I don't see Gilmore, if I'm honest. I should have. I honestly thought Gilmore should have gone on loan because I don't see him getting many chances in the Premier League or Champions League. But I hope Gilmore maybe does. But yeah, before we even see Gilmore, we're going to see Kante. So if Kante doesn't even start against Southampton, then who? Then what chance does Gilmore have? So yeah, it's, I don't see Gilmore yeah. getting many much of a chance at all. Under Tuchel, which is understandable, yeah. he's, he needs to deliver results at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong at all, and I'm, I'm probably the one who's, who's overshooting and, and saying, oh, Gilmore has a chance. But um, yeah, I think what's left from three, Ooh, Werner's got to start for me. I mean, he's, he's scored a goal, we need him to score another one. I might rest Mountain. Is okay, so we if Kai is not injured, I'm going to play Kai um, with. Maybe Pulisic, yeah, Pulisic, Werner, and Kai for me. If he's not injured, um, no, this is tough. Amart, do you want to go? Alex is already bored of my lineup. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, nah, I'm bored of us trying to get Zencaster to work, and I am. Um, yeah, he's, I, he's thinking he's got Kilmore on his team. He's got Kai Havertz. Both of the players has got zero chance, <laughs> along with. <laughs> just because oh he wants to win against Atletico <laughs> yeah it's just yeah, yeah. It, like it's just a shame because all of our wingers Barcho are just out of form at the moment so it's really hard to say I'll oh, pick Pulisic or pick Ziyech or 
rest Pulisic, rest Ziyech for Atletico, because neither of them will start against Atletico, because they're both out of form. So it's like we, we have to play well now. We have, and I think Giroud will probably start, and the third one will probably be Mason. But yeah, I just can't see Pulisic or Ziyech starting. Maybe Pulisic to get, but Pulisic's been used off the bench a lot. And so, perhaps, yeah, Ziyech wasn't even good that good against Barnsley. So, it's really hard to say start him in the Premier League. But I think it'll be Werner, Giroud, Mount, I think. But, hope I'm wrong. Hope Ziyech gets a chance. Yeah, about about, the, about about him not playing the Champions League, I think he has to play. I think the Champions League is Ziyech's competition. He thrives in the Champions League. So, I think for that one... I don't really mind if he's out of form or not. I think I'll prefer him stats than him being on the bench because I don't I don't know. I think that competition gives him a different form of form altogether. But with this game I think I'll also go with um Berna. Definitely. The guy is on top form now. He just needs the goals to back it up. But he's on top form doing very, very well, like helping out in defense, helping out in attack, like the guy is just he just found new new confidence, and um, so him. I don't know whether he will go with the um, a three four one two or a three four two one. But for me, I, I think I'll go with um, uh, Verna and Jimu up top, and then if Kai is fit, Kai behind them. If if he's not fit, Mount behind them. Yeah, I think Mount or Kai has to have to start there, and Werner. So these two are confirmed. A few changes up there as well. Um, okay, seems like Alex is bored of our lineups. Um, <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> let's keep yeah, that. It's just because, like, there's we just they're, they're a bit predictable, I think, at the moment, which isn't a bad thing. It shows that he's keeping it, but it just you just know, Werner, you, you know, that he's. I'm really surprised that Alonso's been getting the chances that he has, but I think that's more of a testament to Chilwell not really being that good at the moment. So we know that that's going to happen. We know that Rüdiger's going to play because he's his favourite. We know Mendy's going to play. We know Asby's going to play. We know Christensen or Silva will be in the middle. But because uh, Chris Silva's out, then Christensen has to play. So it's just a bit predictable at the moment. That's all. <laughs> Sorry, rant over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might start yawning now. I don't. I don't necessarily think that Chilwell has been bad. I just don't think probably he doesn't fit into the system as well as um, Alonso does because Alonso does so much in attack that we expect way more from way more from Chilwell as well. And I think the the system is what uh, worries him a bit. But I think he's been okay the time that he has been on. I think I was just, I was just going to point that out. I was just going to say if it's a left back, I wouldn't. I would. I would. I wouldn't play Alonso, and if it's left wing back, I wouldn't play Chilwell. So both of them, respectively, in their positions, are better than each other. Um, but it seems like Tuchel likes a three at the back with wing backs. So Alonso is going to get the nod ahead of Christensen. Maybe Emerson might start, but uh, not Christensen. Sorry, Chilwell. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, anything you guys want to add on to this um, incredible preview and review, which hasn't been the great uh, greatest, guys? I'm gonna. I have to say, I think most of us today were going to be frustrated 
if this didn't work because it's, it's almost been two days of us trying and figuring it out. <laughs> this this is a shout out to Zencaster being <laughs> for their great website that they put out. <laughs> uh, nah, too fair jokes. It's jokes because actually too fair. Alex is killing our chances <laughs> of a brand sponsorship. Oh no, no, no! I'll, in all seriousness, like other than today, they've actually been really. And I'm not saying this to make things better. They've actually, yeah. it's actually been really good, and it has. No serious. No, come on, I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, I'll I'll add on to that, and I'll say I spent all day today looking for websites or apps that would let us record, and 99.9 percent of them are. Oh, you can record, but it, you can only record 10, 20 minutes unless you pay incredible amount yeah. of fees. It's it's almost about thirty to forty dollars a month. Um, and with Zencaster, it's just incredible, especially with the offer they've got right now. We're not sponsored by Zencaster, but if you guys ever want to start a podcast, Zencaster is the way to go. Even if you go for their premium service, it's it's better than any other platform out there. I will put this yeah. out there. Maybe not so much their new website, but again, it's in beta mode, so we'll 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 let let them have it for now. Um, I'm sure they know what they're doing. And, uh, I think the main thing is what like the audio quality compared to. I mean, we've tried to record on Discord and uh, and um, Anchor over the past couple of days, and it's it just doesn't compare. It really doesn't. It's nothing. There's nothing that gets anywhere near as good as. as I think that's everything. That's that's why that's what we've got for this episode, guys. Thank you for watching. Um, make sure to subscribe actually in the last past four podcasts or three podcasts we've we've earned over 1500 views combined in the last four podcasts and we haven't had much interaction on them um, and we haven't had much subscribers from them so if you guys are someone who's just watching this from the suggested videos if you guys are searching these videos up and finding it and if you haven't subscribed make sure to do so because it really means a lot to us because that just shows that you're supporting us and it helps grow the channel um, and the YouTube algorithm and everything. So make sure to subscribe, leave a like, rating, follow all of our social media pages to stay up to date with all the news. Um, congratulations, guys. 600 followers on Instagram. Um, I think 1,000 by the end of the year seemed impossible. It almost seems like we're going to hit 1,000 by the end of Feb. Um, yeah, um, thank you guys for all the support, and we'll see you next time.